0: The information provided in this podcast is intended for general knowledge and is not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment under the guidance of your personal physician. You are listening to Faith Family Medicine with Drs. Marcy and Sean, your personal pediatricians on a mission to keep you and your family happy and healthy. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Faith, Family, and Medicine. You are here with myself, Dr. Marcy, and today we have a special guest, Tika Marie Perry. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome, Tika. I did not expect that to be your intro. (laughs) I'm so
1: honored to be here today.
0: You're just so elegant, as always. So at Faith, Family, Medicine, we actually, one of our goals is to inspire you to just Go after those dreams that God has given you. And Tika is someone who's just done that, and she is so inspiring to me, and I thought you guys can learn a lot and be inspired by her. So let me just give you a little bit of background. So Tika is an award-winning singer, and songwriter, whose debut album "Diary of Hope" combines dance-inducing beats and words that uplift and inspire, she spends her time performing and spreading her message of identity with audiences nationwide. And she does all of this while being a wife, a mom of two children, and she also happens to be the godmother of my own daughter. So I'm completely unbiased in this Ooh, interview. Shout out! Shout out so to Lila. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I <laughs> know we have to mention Lila. So, Tika. And my kids. I and love McKenna you. My kid and friend, Lincoln. Lincoln. Yes, yes. I yes. love you.
1: My husband. I love you. Hello, Shout everybody. out to
0: everyone. Family. <laughs> All righty, Tika. So tell me, how did you get started in the music industry? What was your what was like your beginning?
1: I have been singing since a very young age, but I think my very Beginning was when I uh, went to college for music industry studies in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So that's where I started. I would take classes like songwriting and publishing and all that stuff. A lot of stuff I forgot.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> As we do. But that's where I started. I joined a band. I'm sure I, you know, it, that was a learning experience for everybody. But yes, that's where I started.
0: How did you transition into... And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Christian contemporary, is that how you would describe yourself?
1: Yeah, I think Christian um, pop, R&B, contemporary, I I don't know. Like, I'm so influenced by different artists, Mm -hmm. um, like John Mayer, Dave Matthews Band, Coldplay. But then, you know, like I listened to the 90s R&B, which I grew up on, New Edition, uh, Mary J. Blige, all that stuff. So I have like such a mixture of... um, Love yeah. for all sorts of different types of music, but I'm really drawn to the melody. And i I made the transition, I would say, about six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. um, because I said I would never, never mm-hmm. do Christian music because I just I didn't grow up on it per se. Actually, that's not true. I grew up on Helen Baylor and stuff during the summers, but. Um, I just wasn't drawn to it. It wasn't me. Um, and then I ended up doing Christian music. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And that's what you do mainly. Do you write mainly Christian music or do mm-hmm. you see yourself maybe writing other kinds of music too?
1: I started writing other music, uh, different secular music for different artists who were looking for, you know, songs and pitching those. And so that's how I started out. But I would... I think as I began to really study the word and um, just something changed in me. Like, I remember sitting at the kitchen table one night, maybe around 11 p.m., and I had this track that I was working on with the producer, and all of a sudden things just started coming to me. I started writing these different melodies, and the words were, like, about relationship with the Lord they were metaphors and everything that I started writing was sounding like that and I realized like I'm I probably won't find an artist to go out and do this kind of music and so I'm gonna have to Mm -hmm. do it and I didn't want to be an artist um, because I don't really want to I think market myself and I think a lot of people with uh, introverted type of personality mm-hmm. like mine. And, you know, we don't really like the idea of being an artist, especially these days because we don't want to sell ourselves. We don't want to market ourselves on Instagram. We don't want to have to do all the things that the world says you have to do in order to be noticed. So I kind of shied away with it, but the stuff that I was writing, I really felt compelled to put it in album form Mm -hmm. and so that's how it started and before you knew it and when i was honest with myself i was writing christian music and i don't think i ever really went back i tried to do both and i can do both however the more secular i'm gonna force this to come out like so that it's sellable Mm -hmm. and marketable to other people it's not genuine um the songs that I did were good, you know, I listened to them, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't from my soul, you know?
0: You know, that that's interesting because, you know, I definitely, when I listen to your album, Diary of Hope, I hear, it's very specific, it feels like it really comes from your heart, the topics that you talk about, just feel like they have a basis in who you are, and the things that you talk about now, about not forcing yourself to do something that doesn't come naturally, remind me of your, your 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 sort of quest for identity and your Mm -hmm. purpose of of spreading identity and and bringing that to other people and having them to to form their own identity how has identity building informed your music
1: oh my gosh yeah so I mean when I first moved out here I I just have to say the Lord has been really really good yeah so Honestly, I started that album again, like I said, about seven years ago. And I was just starting to come into a knowledge of my true identity. Um, So as I studied the word and got into, I used to do precept Bible studies with Kay Arthur. And I'm a teacher. Like, I love to learn things and then teach. Mm -hmm. And so I was writing um, the songs from that standpoint, I want people to want to dig a little bit deeper, but I was also writing them because I wanted to kind of express what I was going through. Um, And I'm writing music now that I have, I believe that I've truly found and understood who God has made me to be and what my purpose is. That's going to be a little bit more directed towards identity and teaching. Um, The first album, is so wonderful and it's great. And there's a few songs on there that do talk about um, identity, like Mm -hmm. uh, Be Free is one of them that I wrote. And that one's a really personal song. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more geared towards just kind of letting the listener understand what I, as a uh, believer in Jesus Christ, who... Yeah. Believes in Jesus. But, li- you know, doesn't I don't lock myself up in a room, you know, like yeah. we go through things and it, that's the album's like kind of purpose is to walk the listener through the the struggles and then the victories that we go through on a daily, daily life. But I wouldn't have been able to um, write from those vantage points if I didn't have some sort of understanding of who God made me to be first and foremost in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That was that album was written at the beginning of my journey and so I really do look forward to getting back into the studio and really tackling a lot of the um, of the things that that I want to talk about in identity in this next go around. Yeah,
0: that sounds good. So this may be a hard question, but what do you feel as you're evolving is your identity? What things have you come to realize are a part of you given from God Mm -hmm. and come to embrace as uh, as your identity?
1: Yeah. So first and foremost, again, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. So that in itself is my foundation. Mm-hmm. So I and what I mean by that is that I have an understanding of who God is. It, I don't understand everything, nor should I, because he wouldn't be God if mm-hmm. I could understand. Exactly. Yes. So but he has revealed in me um through different avenues I've taken one of them is like restoring the foundations RTF for short but you get to go down your family line and see you know what happened in your family and even with your ancestors that make you who who you are or who you think you are today mm-hmm. and you get to go and kind of explore that journey so through that um, and through my relationship with the Lord, I got to see, like, why do th- certain things seemingly follow me or c- can, like, continue to happen in my life? And, and, and why do I struggle with certain things? You know, um, that's helped me to form my identity a little bit more. Um, w- what's the word? That's ha- helped me to have a, a deeper understanding. Mm-hmm. But again, first and foremost, I am in Jesus Christ. So everything that I understand the world to be is with that worldview.
0: I think that can't be um, just kind of overlooked because in order to truly understand who we are, we have to understand who we are in Christ. So I think right. that as your foundation is is incredibly important because if we don't understand that, then the world comes and tries to tell us who we are.
1: Exactly. And
0: yeah. you can see, you know, young kids running around. And that's the problem is that the world has told them that they're, they're this or they're mm-hmm. that. And therefore they conform to those identities that God never gave them.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, and I'm totally in agreement with that. The world, if you don't know who you are, and I got this from um, Pastor Naima Let. So she said something really profound. But if you don't know who you are, the world will definitely tell you Mm -hmm. who you are. And so that's what I see, too. I see a bunch of people, old and young, Mm -hmm. but like from all spectrums, you know, getting their identity from worldly things, like what the media says they should be or who the media says they should be or what music says they should be. Like, um, But for me when i started to develop a thirst for the lord that was the beginning of everything mm-hmm. everything i think that was around the age of 20
2: mm-hmm.
1: and from then i've learned that there's identity is like i say it's multifaceted so i'm a mother i'm a teacher of the word of God. And I know that because as soon as I learn something, I can't wait to Mm -hmm. break it down to other people so that they can kind of digest it in a, uh, an everyday type of understanding, you know? Um, the Lord, I, I do hear from the Lord, and I know that that's been like a joke in the media. Like, oh, you hear from God. I think I saw that on some TV show, and it was like this big joke. Yeah. But actually, yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, and they they try to make it seem like it's a a, a, a thing that suggests that maybe you're not all there mentally. Yeah,
1: but um, I think it suggests that you definitely are there mentally, yes. you mm-hmm. know? um, And so that... That is something that I do. I think, you know, I hear from him and I hear from him because I read the word. Yes. So you can't hear from the Lord and know that that's the Lord if you don't know what his word says. Yes. And I just want to put that out there because a lot of people say, oh, I heard from God and it, and. It's like, but how? What, how? Because mm-hmm. you don't even know. He speaks through his word. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I'm all sorts of different things. And I likened it to a diamond ring. So a diamond is multifaceted. Just like us. Just like our yeah. identity. You mm-hmm. can be so many things. But the setting is is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I I don't know. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: Because I know a lot of people struggle with like, I think it was recently that I had a conversation with somebody and she was struggling like, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And I kind of am all these things. I just don't know who I am. But you're all of those things. Yeah. Because God made you all of those things for his purposes. Mm-hmm. You don't, you you know, like he sends you to different people. When you talk with this person, you're going to need to show this side of yourself. Mm-hmm. When you're in this situation, you're going to need to show this side on your, of yourself. And, you know, the light shines on whatever portion of the diamond and it just reflects him. Yeah. He is the light. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but um, I don't know if I answered your question. No, I mean, but I think that's really good
0: things. because a lot of times... I think I'm still kind of evolving my identity over time, but there a lot of times we we don't embrace the aspects of our us that are just us, mm-hmm. and there's an attempt to fight it it's always good to get better, but there are some components of us that are are there for a reason and the world might try to tell us that it's bad or that we should try to suppress those parts of us. Or, you know, if we we're ambitious and we speak out in truth, the world may try to tell us that that's not the right thing. But if we're speaking in truth, that's something that God has put in us. So I do think it's good for us to hear that, you know, you are who you are Mm -hmm. in Jesus and you come to learn who you are and you embrace what he made you because at some point that side of the diamond is going to need to be shown exactly, and it's going to have a particular role Mm -hmm. so we we definitely have to encourage people to find their identity and not to dislike themselves for how they were made because the world will try to make you dislike yourself right and you have a particular purpose here on this earth to show that part of yourself even if it's for one person or one group of people you were made for a very specific purpose Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. so one of the things I love about you and I get to see this on you know in real time so I've seen you interact with your kids and the way it's I mean it's just it warms my heart so you know a kid kids do things wrong and so the way that I've seen Tika handle it is um I saw her talking to Lincoln one time and she's like Lincoln you're a leader right so I need to remind you that you're a leader and that you're not a follower so you know encouraging him to walk in this leadership role that God has for him and just building him up and that's why one of the songs I like truly love on this album is the song hope which sort of speaks to you know putting hope into the life of your children professing good things for your children professing at least from my perspective, what I hear from it is their identity in mm-hmm. Christ very early. Can you tell me more about the song "Hope" and how it came about, and and what what do you think it's done for you for you as a mom?
1: Yeah, um, so I remember being pregnant, and I was um, like, you know, you're pregnant, you have a little a cute little belly, and I remember walking around, people always touching my belly and saying, oh oh it's a boy he's gonna be this oh mm-hmm. I bet he's gonna be this they would look at me and my husband and then they would judge the situation be like he's gonna be yeah. fill in the blank mm-hmm. and even when Lincoln was a baby and they'd say oh he's so cute Lincoln ooh he's gonna be the next president mm-hmm. he's gonna be this he's gonna be a basketball star or a star or he's gonna be an actor or what?" And, and they said it out of love and it's not offensive in any way but it just reminded me like It is the parent's job to speak life over your children. And if you ask the Lord, the Lord will tell you who this person is. Mm -hmm. And so it's your responsibility as the parent to nurture that and to constantly speak to them. As though they already are, because they are. They're just that thing in training, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like my daughter, McKenna, who's very outspoken and definitely a leader (laughs) at the age of three. Mm -hmm. So I have to train her to use that for the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But yeah, so the song came about because I wanted a message to my kids and to everyone else like these are the things that I speak over your life hope love joy peace Mm -hmm. I speak these things over you you don't have to be famous Mm -hmm. like this world tells you or maybe it's our society that tells you you have to be famous like you see billboards all over like um, you've you know these people have made it and how how to be successful or how Mm -hmm. to be this and that but I want him To get it in his brain and my daughter, to get it in their brains, in their hearts, in their spirit, um, the things that God said about them. Mm -hmm. Because if you are walking in worship to the Lord, if you're living out your purpose that he's given you, then that is making it whatever it is. Is But yeah. in this case, that is making it to me. And that's what I want to train them up. Because a lot of people are famous and a lot of people have attained worldly success, but they did not live out their purpose.
0: Yeah, And yeah. so
1: I want my children to live out their purpose and I want them to know what is actually important. Yeah, And that's why I wrote it.
0: It's it's really important when you have – your kids are going to be successful. They're going to grow up to do wonderful, great things. And it's important to orient them, I feel, as they grow up to, you know, what truly is success in God? You know, it's it's something that brings glory to Him Mm -hmm. and not necessarily to yourself. And so getting them to realize, okay, as I climb the ladder and I achieve more worldly accolades – Am I bringing glory to God as I do that? Because you may have the accolades, but if you aren't, if you're kind of promoting yourself over him, like you said, you may not have achieved your purpose despite having all of the success of the world. So it's really important. I just want to bring out that lyric that you brought up because it's actually one of my favorites. So you say you don't have to be famous. You don't have to try to be a star. You're made in his image and he already knows who you are. So when I heard that, like, I swear. Okay, so I have to like, full disclosure, I've listened to this song like a million times in the last two days, Aww. like stayed up to like midnight because <laughs> I just like couldn't stop <laughs> listening to this song. <laughs> And I know all the ad libs at the end, so ad libs. (laughs) I know all of those ad libs, and I'm just like singing and like moving my head at home because I absolutely love this song and I love the message. And we're actually going to play it at the end for you guys because I think it's just that incredible of a song and something for your kids to even listen to and hear. But it's just it's just amazing, and it's just so important that you are starting your kids off in this way, identity in Christ first not having to live up to anyone's standards, not having to perform in order to get attention, not having to, mm-hmm. you know, to seek out things that are not of God. And, you know, you're going to have amazing, wonderful kids. You already have amazing, wonderful kids. You. And you are just rearing them in a way that is admirable. Thank so you. as a mom, you are able to complete an entire album and that had to be a challenge. Were there any particular challenges or how did you get over even just the time constraints Mm -hmm. of being a mom while trying to write, record, have it mixed, you know, get all the graphics, take beautiful pictures? Like, how do you make this happen as a mom?
1: I just put one foot in front of the other. Um, So I guess one thing that I do want to say is that Th- these are such wonderful compliments, and I thank you so much, but I have a lot of work to do in myself, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, one of the ways that you start seeing yourself for who you truly are is when you're married mm-hmm. and when you have children, because then you start saying, oh, I get why God said not to do this, or mm-hmm. I get why, why he called this sin or why he called this good mm-hmm. or why he said to do this way because he's a parent and you start realizing those things when you become a parent so, so you're
0: saying that parenthood is humbling is oh, that what i'm <laughs> <Lord>. oh, <laughs> and even marriage yeah. probably oh, the two Lord, most yeah. humbling
1: <laughs> marriage <laughs> oh yep. yeah but um That was, it's been a journey. And I think it took literally like five years for me. I think it was five years for me to start the album and complete it Mm -hmm. and get it out in 2018. And so
0: first of all, because, mm -hmm. you know, I I hear that you, you still have growing, but I think you have things that other moms can benefit from. So I think point number one is just keep going. You know, like she had this in her heart. She had this goal, and it took five years, but she finished. You know, when you have kids, it's going to be up and down, back and forth. Things are going to be quick in some points. And I had two kids. Two kids. Two
1: kids in the period of working on that album.
0: So, point number one is just don't give up on that goal. It may take longer than you believe is ideal, but hey, it can still happen.
1: Right. And, like when I first had Lincoln, I suffered from, um, the baby blues. Mm-hmm. I had like re I was so depressed and I did not, I looked at this beautiful child and I knew him before he was even born. Cause I, I've seen him like the Lord would give me dreams and I knew mm-hmm. I was going to have a son. Um, but when I, when I was in my first few months of being a mother, I did not, I felt like I didn't know him. I mm-hmm. couldn't connect. Yeah. I didn't realize how common that was. But like, I just, re- I just, they don't, I don't think I was prepared to understand that like, literally my life and my body is no longer mine. Yeah. Like I'm food, mm-hmm. you know, but on I demand. still, uh, on demand. Yeah. I'm the caretaker. And when you're nursing, the baby doesn't necessarily want daddy. Mm-hmm. He wants mommy or yeah. she wants mommy. I wasn't getting any sleep whatsoever. So I I remember going to uh, uh, the house of a friend and she introduced me to some other people that, you know, um, were really great. It's Alex. Alex and Sahid. I want to say hello to you guys because Alex, I'll never forget what she mm-hmm. said. She said that... Your your, um, child is part of your purpose. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, you you know that, but you don't know that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't become reality until you're working on an album. You're working with different producers. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're pregnant with morning sickness for six months. You can't get out of bed. You feel like the world is going on without you. And you failed what God had said Uh. for you to do. But God... Knew that this was. He didn't even. He gave you this mm-hmm. child. Yeah, it's all connected. Yeah, and so that's one thing that I want to encourage mothers is that I. I when she said that it clicked, mm-hmm. and it's been so true. I wouldn't be able to write songs from the depth and understanding that I can write them now, mm-hmm. if I was not a parent. Yeah, and so this has added to what God already knew when he purposed me for these things, which is speaking his word and teaching his word to people so that they can digest it, like Mm -hmm. teaching his word in unconventional ways so that I can go out to the people who are believers and non-believers and make him like, make them understand that he is not just this holy God, Mm -hmm. but he's a father, yeah. you yes. know, like he's a loving father.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, yeah, I want to encourage mothers who have dreams and goals that were given to them by the Lord, that your children are part yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. They are not separate. You're not, you're not like your identity is, you're different. Do you have different facets of your identity, but it's all one. It's all one. And yeah. mother is part of that. Yeah. And so... Yeah, but it took a long time to finish this album, but I finished. Yeah. And it was right on time. It
0: was on time. It was on time. Yeah. And it's not even about our timing. It's about God's timing. And not to continue to contrast, you know, worldliness versus godliness and not saying that we are holier than thou or anything, but I think it's important to pick up on the, the desires of this world and how they can affect us particularly as women because you'll often see when a woman gets pregnant that they're told that their career has to stop mm-hmm. or that that was a, a bad decision. You're in the prime of your career and you went and got pregnant as right. if that's a bad thing. But no, like Tika is saying, that's a part of who we are. That's a part of our purpose in our careers. And I can even share from just personal experience, me having a kid while pursuing a medical career and trying to go into research could have been considered a setback. But having that child, having Lila has allowed me to connect with my patients mm-hmm. and their parents in a way that's that right. is I I couldn't do that without having a child. I can be more understanding and more empathetic. I can never understand truly what they're going through, but I can speak to them and understand the challenges of a two-year-old taking medication. It's quite impossible to do that. But before I didn't have that ability. So you have to embrace everything that God is placing your life as part of your purpose. Mm -hmm. It's not a setback. As the world might want us to think, it's all a part of the purpose, like Tika is is saying. And I think that's incredibly beautiful. Right.
1: And I'm going to say that this, too, like, because I do have a song on the album, it's called Where You're Supposed to Be, but the timing is so, I just, like, remember working on the album and having to go in and get it mixed and all this stuff. And that's how I met your husband. Mm -hmm. Yep. And yeah. And you guys, how long did you live here before then?
0: Oh, I think we were here, um, huh, probably four years okay. before. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I just I'm thinking outside of just the music and the timing and people who hear the message at that specific time. That if I would have released the album, you know, years before. Maybe I wouldn't have reached the people that God called to hear something in a song and, like, want to seek him out on that. But also, I mean, you guys, I I got to be the godmother of your children. So, like, if I would have completed the album prior to that, maybe I wouldn't have even met you. So it's more than just the music. It's God is, like, the master chess player. Mm -hmm. So like, you have to trust his timing. I don't know about people who do not know that God is who he says he is, or Mm -hmm. do not follow or believe or read his word. You know, it might be a different story. Maybe, you know, my, I guess my point is that when you're walking with the Lord, you have to trust him. Mm -hmm. It's about him, not the things that come at you or the things that you're dealing with, you have to put your trust in him. And one of those things is trusting his timing. Yeah. Because when you're walking with him, you're exactly where you should be. Mm-hmm. You know, you're suppo- you're where you're supposed to be. And you have to trust that you're there. And like David in the cave, mm-hmm. you know, there's learning experiences. You don't take that time in vain, but you learn everything that has to come with wherever you are at that time so that you're prepared when it is time for him to put you on the next level or whatever. but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, you know, it's interesting because I'm reading, I just recently started reading a book. She was the um, first black editor of Teen Vogue. She was only 29 years old at that time. And I'm going to butcher this quote. But one of the quotes in, that she um, brings out in the Ford is the fact that all of your problems or what we consider problems have a purpose. They're designed to push us forward so if you start to Mm -hmm. embrace life in a way that the challenges have a purpose in them You can really just take life by the horns Mm -hmm. instead of being woe is me. Now, there are Mm -hmm. different levels of challenges. I get it. um, But God has a purpose in all of those things, whether it's to refine you, whether it's to bring you closer to him or closer to others. There's a purpose in everything that we go through. We are not here alone. He's not asleep. Everything we're doing is he's 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 orchestrating and he's he's putting his hand on it. And you can trust that. So. This has been great. I mean, it's always talk good to talk to you about, you know, mom-related things and just to hear, you know, what you're doing because I, I do think you have a lot of wisdom in your young age still but, you know, I don't, I know you don't want to embrace the fact that you could be wise but there there's something about you as a mom that's very inspirational and you as an artist too to just see you tackle both things with your whole heart and give, you know, attention to your music but also attention to your mommyhood in such a way where you're purposeful. It's just nice to see and it's Inspiring, and that's what we were hoping this this episode would be. So let's get back to Tika Marie Perry, um, TMP, if you don't mind me calling you that. So TMP, what's okay. next for you? Okay, that'll be the next okay. album. What's What's next for you? What do you see happening next?
1: You know, oh, that's a great question. Yay, good question. I'm still going to be a mom and a wife.
0: I've <laughs> guaranteed.
1: Um, yes, um, I'm still going to follow Jesus. Guaranteed. I've been waking up. As early as I can, which is 15 minutes earlier than I know. Because I'm being like, You know what like, Getting up um, early. The well, Lord knows my heart. But I've been getting up early and spending time with him and going into 2020. Uh, you know, because as we all know, 2020 means perfect vision. And that seems to be the theme this year. Mm. But I really want, I just want to go deeper. Um, and sometimes I can get a little stuck trying to do the same things that I did in the past to go deeper that worked in the past, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't, God, God wants to teach me how to do it differently this time. And so, um, I see that in the future, just going deeper with the Lord, knowing more of his word, memorizing more of his word, which I can be not great at, but I'm getting better at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, Writing. So I've 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 started writing again and it's like he's downloaded so many different things in me. So my phone is filled with musical ideas and songs and I've started writing and I do want to just start um, releasing music and more vlogs. Mm -hmm. Um, So vlogs take quite a while when when you have other responsibilities, you know, with the editing and all that stuff, it takes a minute. But I want to teach. And so I want to teach God's word and I want to do that more, especially now with, um, everything that's going on in the world. I feel more led to just be frank and honest Mm -hmm. about having a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I want to go over that, that with people so that they can kind of understand, um, who God is.
0: Yeah. And having watched your vlogs, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to more of them because one, they're hilarious because you just are, you just embrace all of your flaws and that, not that there are many, but if you make a mistake on them camera, <laughs> you leave them there, <laughs> you embrace all of that. And it just comes off so sincere. And the way that you teach is just so sincere and relatable. Um, it's not like Bible thumping or anything like that. It's just like, this makes sense, and this yeah. is what God said, and it just makes sense when you speak about it. So, I'm looking forward to the vlogs in the future. Where can people find these vlogs, and where can they follow you?
1: Yeah, so I, ha- I posted them on YouTube. Um, you can just uh, go to Tika Marie Perry. So that's T E K A, and then Marie P E R R Y. Um, you can look them up there. I also post little bits and pieces on my Instagram Instagram page at Tika Marie Perry. There, I think I have a private Facebook. I do. I don't maintain my Facebook music page because mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm kind of just putting. I only have time for one platform. People, <laughs> she's a okay? mom. Okay, I'm a give her a break. Too, okay, no and I'm gonna tell you like I told. <laughs> That's my little inside joke. Inside joke. You might not get that. And I'm going to tell you, like I told Marcy, I can't do everything. I
0: can't do everything. So it's fine.
1: um, Yep. So just, yeah, visit me on at Tika Marie Perry or tikamarieperry.com. Yeah.
0: Or just Google. She's the only one out there, Tika Tika Marie Perry. And you can find the album Diary of Hope. It's like everywhere Spotify, Amazon iTunes, Mm -hmm. all of those places, or just go to the website and you can also buy it there, you will enjoy this album. And we're going to actually play Hope, my favorite song from the album at the end of the show. So keep an eye out for that as we come to a close. But before we go, i like to play a game with you, Tika, that we do with all our guests. Actually, you're our first guest, so we're hoping that we'll do this with all our future guests. Oh, um, I'm the first? this is the inaugural oh. game. So That is so good. So we're going to play a game <laughs> called, would you like me to pick your brain or pick your nose? Okay. You probably don't want to be picked at all, but as pediatricians, we are taught how to pick things out of people's noses because it happens quite often, and we get used to picking people's brains because that's the nature of our job. So you have the option of choosing Choosing to answer a question that is silly, aka picking your nose, versus a, a question that's relatively less silly, picking okay. your brain. What would you like to go for?
1: Um let's go with nose because
0: Whoa, okay. I, I don't wasn't know why. I <laughs> just saw. All right. I thought I thought you were <laughs> okay. a brain kind of person, but today you would like to have I your nose hope. picked. Awesome. So Tika's gonna open up an envelope, and inside are questions, and she's going to randomly choose a question, and then we'll get that answered here. Alrighty, So here you go.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: All right. Let's All see. All right.
0: Can you
1: read the question for yes, us? Yes. Your kids are babysitting you. Describe your day. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell ya. it starts at 545 a.m. It's an early day. <laughs> oh, sleep. We'll get it. Anyways, so yeah, I'll wake up early. I will make breakfast.
0: <laughs> you will make breakfast? Yes. What will they decide you eat?
1: They want waffles with syrup mm-hmm. and some fruit. That's what they'll get. Um... And then they will want to watch cartoons, so I will turn on the cartoons and let them eat <laughs> breakfast and watch cartoons. But only if Lincoln got on green in in class the day prior, because he knows he's not allowed to watch cartoons if he got on
0: yellow. Oh, okay. You know, but so you're not the leader. Role. You're being babysat oh, by your kids. Is that what, <laughs> you can't you can't go leading them. Okay, they're so they're so babysitting then, oh, you. If it,
1: if it's what they want to do, then cartoons all day, kung fu, practicing <laughs> baseball, getting in their car. Costumes running around, they want lunch, Um, probably peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and just playing Legos all day and doing whatever they want. There's going to be some songs being (laughs) sung, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much what that will be like all day. A little bit of arguing and yeah to
0: bed at midnight probably to
1: bed at midnight the house is a mess there's dishes all over the place and they don't care about those things because they're kids
0: so. yeah yeah same here i probably eat mac and cheese all day breakfast lunch and dinner yep. if it was up to my lila to feed me these things
1: Yep. your hair would have a little bit of spit in it yep. styled a certain way we play hide and seek all day yeah. in the
0: house yeah same it would be.
1: hiding places
0: <laughs> as so last is time. that a thing though like so I get kind of frustrated with hide and seek with Lila because she goes to the same place. (laughs) And I'm like, this is not how you play hide and seek. Yeah. But it sounds like it's not just my Lila. It's, Everyone. We don't really
1: play hide and seek mm-hmm. um, to be honest. So I don't know. I'm sure they would go to the same. Actually, no. <laughs> they play hide and seek and they hide in the armoire or yeah, and the same places. Like the same place. Lincoln's missing. I know exactly where to oh, go okay. look. The yeah. same three places. Now. It's not, it's kind of like it's not very common that we play that game, but mm-hmm. when we do it's the we same can find place. them in the armoire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just like go scroll through my phone for a bit of time because I know where she is. Yeah. So I don't need to like her get over It's actually peaceful. It's
1: a great game for parents. <laughs> just game. leave them in there for about
0: 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. Yep. So hide and seek is a good thing. So yeah. it was amazing to have you here today. Thank I feel you. like you, I mean you just have Thanks so much knowledge to share and things. We probably need to have you back for more Ooh, of yeah, you know messages fun. from yeah. Tika Marie Perry. Oh, yes. I feel like you have so much to share. Um, so guys just listen out for the song coming up next and be sure to follow her, add her, all those things, her. Go to the website, Instagram get the album. Website yeah and instagram just, and website <laughs> just enjoy all of the music and everything the vlogs. i think you would really love it um so thank you so much for being here and thank you
1: for having me i really appreciate this i love the show and i think that it's so needed to have um your voice your <laughs> knowledge and i'm really grateful i'm blessed to be here thank you
0: and on that note enjoy the song hope by tika marie perry
2: I can see your beauty In the little things you do You amaze me I'll always love you I won't try to keep you In a moment that is never new It's a losing battle, you'll be all grown up soon But I hope you know, that as I watch you grow
0: expressed by Dr. Laster and Dr. Watkins are their own and are not representative of their respective employers.